Hello again, everybody. This is Lance Russell with Championship Wrestling with another big week. Join us right now. Hey, welcome to the Double Dropkick Show. I'm Heath Mulliken. And uh, Mark Whitman. And we just got back from lunch. And we're uh, going to turn, we're going to, this is a wrestling podcast. Mm-hmm. And so we are on YouTube TV. We're recording this October the 8th. We're going to watch the dog collar match uh-huh. between Cody Rhodes and uh, Brody Lee. Neither one, is, neither one of us have watched this. Uh, we're starting at 4713. And uh, we're not going to commentate the match. We're just going to talk over the match and uh, enjoy the match. This may not be a very good watch long because it might be captivating. We may actually want to listen to the commentary. Maybe so, but I doubt it. Right. Uh, so, if so, what I one thing I notice about this is if you've been listening to behind the scenes, I've been talking about how Cody, his segments are typically the middle of the show. Mm-hmm. It's a mid card title. He's middle of the show. When the hour's switching, and I think that's pretty smart on his part, that he's the main attraction without being the main attraction, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. So here we go, 47.13 on YouTube TV, and I've hit play, and here we go. Right in the middle of a commercial. Right in the middle of a commercial. I'm going to fast forward through that. And if you do that. Well, it's all right. Now you've messed up their time. It doesn't matter. They don't care. This. All right, now we're watching a commercial for... Scream. I guess I better turn this down so it doesn't. What are we watching? That's uh, some ugly lady on. Holding a knife. I know uh, what you did last election. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah I don't oh, know. boy. She's the worst. Yeah, I don't like her. I find her. She's, not, very, she's very unfunny. Unfunny and like she has an unfunny face. All right. Here's we're watching the. This was the attack, which we watched together, I think. Yeah, I think we did watch that. And it was great. I loved it. Can I ask you this, though? It seems like they fast-forwarded to the dog collar match in this feud. Yeah. It's like they jumped uh-huh. him and then dog collar match. There was yeah. not a... Well, that's AEW for you. They don't... So, and Cody's got his hair dyed Elvis Presley jet black now, I guess, because he's serious about things. I don't know. He's not joking around anymore, so he dyed his hair black. I don't know why he dyed his hair black. I do. That's what I'm saying. That's what he did. He dyed his hair black to let you know he's serious. I d- but I just think that, I don't know. What's his natural hair color? Just I regular brown? You, but I'm pretty sure it ain't that. Yeah. I have been in that room. Yep. Arn Anderson talking. I, I one thing I do like about AEW is they have found good roles for people like Arn Anderson and Telly right. Blanchard. Yeah, that's more than being there to break a fight up. I mean, right. when you got guys who are not great at the promo, yeah, you know, you give them a guy to cut. You know, get some guys that know how to cut promos to right. sell your stuff. Yeah, guys who have been there. Guys who've drawn money. Right. The voice of experience. But, you know, you don't necessarily – you're not going to put Arn Anderson on color commentary. No. 
No. You know, he's not going to be good at it. Ar- by his own admission, he's not Yeah, Arn's um, – I just love his ringside facial expressions. He do, yeah. he just sells an underrated seller. Is he? Is Arn underrated, do you think? Underrated as a seller? Huh. Underrated facial expressions. I, is he, though? I just think you're wrong has, about that. I don't we're the think- first people to talk about it. Well, I just don't think it's come up. You know what I mean? Of course, there's uh, it's Brandy. Brandy Rose got to be on TV, boy. Yeah, she go. You know her fi- action figure was going for more than everybody's because they li- did hers in limited stock. <laughs> oh my god, she's like, I think she's so much worse than Stephanie McMahon. She's pretty though. She's a good looking gal. Yeah, I ain't knocking that. Very attractive young lady, but. So we have not, I don't know what happened. I've not seen any spoilers for this match. No, me either. Me either. Well. And also, he's got dark gear on. Oh, yeah. He's he's serious now, boy. He's still got that dang neck tattoo. Yeah, that was a mistake. That's got to hurt his Hollywood career. I guess they can put makeup over it, though. Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's, uh, does he have a Hollywood career? He could, perhaps. He probably could, yeah, yeah. He's a nice-looking young man, you know, still relatively young. I really like what they've kind of done with the Dark Order. Do you? I haven't been following They've just been jumping people. Well, I'm always for that. They had a great brawl last week. Yeah? It was, and every time you thought it, it it's typically how a show would end, but this one was right in the middle. And every time you thought it would end, they'd pick back up. And and then different fights broke out all around the ring. It was really good. I hear the – something was really good. The street fight that they had with the best friends. I'd I'd heard it was really good. I'd like to see it. Well, it just so happens. YouTube TV. Oh, really? I guess we can watch that. Yeah, we watch whatever you want to. Well, maybe we'll watch it after this. Yeah. And we'll just make this one episode. Or we can make it too. Whatever we need, we need uh, quantity and True. quality. We know it's going to be quality. Speaking we need... of quality, Anna J. I was about to say that too. She's only been wrestling like less than a year. This guy, though, I do not like. I, I didn't like no. Justin Roberts in WWE. I don't like him in AEW. Huh. Greg Valentine. You know, he looks pretty good right there compared to what I've seen him. Yeah. Like he. It says 50 year pro wrestling veteran and dog collar match survivor. (laughs) (laughs) I I love it. Now, was one of them the U.S. champion at that Starcade? Piper and Valentine. I don't remember. I think so, but I think it may have been an unsanctioned match. Oh, I got you. Well, yeah, I don't know that it was for the title. Yeah. I don't remember. See, I wish they would explain why he was so mad at Cody. 
Like, he just whooped the guy. Yeah. And then he just beat him down, and then – With no Cody, explanation for why. He just, he just did. But, I mean, but he kind of explained why. He said that the TNT title is where the power lies. And now that he had that title, okay. he held the power. So, he did explain it. Can I fast forward through this? We're watching a Popeye's chicken sandwich – I need, remind me to show you the three pictures I took of my wife eating the Popeye's chicken sandwich. I will. It's funny, man. Jeez. All right. So hold on. Sometimes this – let's back up a little bit. So, yeah, if you're trying to watch this with us, it's not going to – I didn't realize there was a – Yeah. You're – Heath, I'm going to be honest with you. You are terrible at this watch-along stuff. I Okay. I got it now, though. Son of a motherless goat. <laughs> Yeah, you suck at this. I'll be quiet. You do. Well, it's because it's got commercials, and the stuff we watch on the network doesn't have commercials. And I so, thought I had fast-forwarded through the commercials. So she takes a bite of the sandwich. Yeah. Picture one. Uh-huh. It's picture two, She the, the taste of this wonderful chicken sandwich begins to penetrate her taste buds. Yeah. Her saying, you cannot imagine... How good this chicken sandwich is. And then finally, the satisfaction. Uh (laughs) (laughs) All right, here we go. The dog collar match is starting. All right, 57-32. Brad Stutz said on Twitter he would have preferred if this chain had been nasty or dirty to the point where you felt like you needed a tetanus shot. Your thoughts on that? I agree. I would have preferred a nasty chain. Is that the guy, the pimp? I, what? Who's the guy that? Oh, 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 that was the other guy. He oh, was just okay. friends with the guy. <laughs> uh, what? Are we not supposed to talk about? No, that? I was. No, it's totally cool. I just like Donna. Am I wrong though? Is he? No, no, no. You just he he was just there was connections, but he. Something with some escorts or something. Yes. No, very much. Yeah, this is okay. this is out there. This wondering. is of common knowledge. Yeah, Bruce Mitchell wrote an article about it. What was the guy's Charlie something? Because he was supposed to do, like, the Bruiser Brody Memorial Cup. And I don't know what happened. Oh, that guy's already busted open. He ain't even in the match. A.W. Um, there's a... There's a, a thing on the family guy. Sometimes Quagmire will say something and they'll go, it, you know, it's Quagmire or whatever. And he go, giggity, giggity, goo. And I feel like sometimes when they do ridiculous things in AEW, they should have something pop up and say that. It's AEW. <laughs> I've never seen Family Guy. Really? Never seen Cody's it. Cody's getting a... Well, that was just dumb. He just missed. Why would you try to go to the top rope while you're wearing a dog collar around your neck? Well, he was going trying to give him a cutter. And well, I really wish, I hope Greg Valentine gets involved and joins the Dark Order. Me too. What is he doing to this? He's just moving him out of the way. He's positioning him. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, a bad offense. I think a lot of people think that Valentine and Piper was the first dog collar match, but there were many before that. 
Yeah, and you had like the, the bull rope match. and Yeah. I wish that this match was uh, touch all four corners. Oh, my. See, I'm the opposite. I'm glad that it's not touch all four well, corners. Okay. That's, that's a played out. But, no, they don't do it that. They don't do it anymore. That's what I'm saying every now and then. WWE does. That's the way they do them. But they don't. And then do WWE it. even thinks Ugh. you're so stupid that they put a light up over the post to let you know when it's. Oh, I forgot about that. Well, I certainly don't want to do it like that. I remember watching. Maybe it was a Russian chain match with. It was Sting and Vader, I think. And like I just remember Sting losing the White Castle of Fear match. That's one, it's, of, the, one of the best strap matches you'll see. But Sting goes to. He tries to jump over him uh-huh. to tag it, but he knocks him into the corner yeah. and causes himself to lose the match. Uh-huh. Oh, my. It was the White Castle of Fear match. Was it? Was, it? it was, I mean. I mean, I don't doubt yeah. you. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it, I'm wrong. I, but when I was watching that match. There's, let's see. <laughs> I, but I, it may. Listen, uh, it didn't happen in the back room of some seedy little dirt track. <laughs> It happened in a real wrestling promotion. All right. You know, there's a chance maybe if it, if it happens at, you know, JoJo's Championship Wrestling. I'm over, the guy. Over in Georgia somewhere, and there's 13 people there, and the main event is between four guys that nobody's ever heard of. I'll take your word for it. I got you. Okay. But when it comes to Big Van Vader, all right? All right. Maybe I know what I'm talking about. Okay. The leather, the leather strap match, White Castle of Fear. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know that I've ever seen that match. Well, you need to do yourself a favor and watch it because it's one of the best strap matches you'll ever see. It wasn't as good as the promos leading up to it. <laughs> right, right, the little mini movie. <laughs> spin that the was, deal. No, that was something. Just, that was that was uh, spin the wheel, make the deal. Yeah, that wasn't. <laughs> that wasn't White Castle of Fear. I'm so big. <laughs> I'm so big. <laughs> oh, the classic. Yeah, that's a classic spot. Oh, yeah, Russian leg sweep with the chain. Yeah. I like that. I don't know why it would make it hurt more. Right. I like the fact that somebody's bleeding. Yeah. Cody's getting fired up. Cody got much better better color than the guy that was on the outside. Boy, that's a fact. Well, he's got a little sweat. Oh, I didn't tell you the story about me getting color at the beach. What? Yes. Oh, I got to tell you this story. Yeah? That's pretty impressive. So, like, if something major happens, we'll talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my story. They're just fighting. It's good. So we're sitting out, there's a little patio, and there's a patio above us, a condo above us, and there's a little metal spiral staircase so that the people above us can come down and and go out onto the beach if they want to. Yeah. But there's nobody up there, so it doesn't matter. Anyway, my father came down for a few days. Yeah. He calls me. I had this hat on right here, Mm -hmm. backwards, as a matter of fact. And... uh, he says, "Hey, I, I think I overshot by one. I went, I went in the wrong parking lot." I said, "Okay, well, I'll, I'll walk around and stand out front because it's kind of confusing." I was staying in the same neighborhood that 
Hulk Hogan lives in. Oh, really? Tom Brady's renting, renting Derek Jeter's house. There. Oh, wow. I showed you the house like four houses yeah. down, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I say same neighborhood. It's the same general city. Center. Yeah. State. Um, it's Hogan's house that they shot Hogan knows best um, when he was living there. Yeah. Is in the, the area that we were yeah. staying in. Um, so, anyway, I, that's just me bragging to you. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> But, You're bragging to the millions of fans around the world. That's right. So I say I'll get up and uh, and I'll meet you out front, and that yeah. way, you know, you'll know you're at the right place. And I stand up to take a step, and I hit that spiral staircase, boom, and it hit me right here, and I have my hat turned around backwards, and it was raining outside. Not raining, but yeah, it was misting. Yeah, you know how it is. It's yeah. wet. You're not feeling yeah. any raindrops, but it's but it's raining. So it's doing that, and I'm talking to my my father, and I say, "Oh, that was cool." Yeah. I say, "Oh, yeah, oh man, I hit my head, and it kind of knocked me silly for a second. Yeah. You know, and I didn't want to fall. Yeah. Because I was afraid if I, you know, like it was a hard hit. Yeah. And it jarred me. And it, I was in the grass. And I said, if I'm going to fall, I don't want to fall real far. Yeah. So I went down on one knee. Yeah. And then I kind of went down on two knees and uh-huh. was just kind of holding my head. And my dad's going, Mark, you all right? You all right? All right. And uh, I hollered for my wife. I said, I hit my thing. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I hit my head. And uh, she come out. And I, I took my hat off. And I reached my hand up like that. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and I go, I hit my dang head, and it kind of knocked me silly. And I didn't get to get a haircut before I went down there. Yeah. So, luckily, I had a lot of hair and a hat on. Well, I moved my hand, and I, there's blood all over my hand. Oh, my word. And she says, oh, Mark, let me, you know. Yeah. Let me look at this. Well, the blood had matted my hair up on top, and it looked, she said, you've got a gash in the top of your head. Yeah. It was my hair. Uh-huh. It had gone around where it just kind of peeled the little skin back in. Yeah. But it was drizzling and raining, and this blood starts pouring. And there's ah. a puddle of blood in front yeah. of me on the grass. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Big around as a coffee can. Yeah. You know, on the grass puddling up, and it's on my hands, and it's running down my face. And she says, I'm going to call 911 because your head is gashed open. You're probably yeah. going to need some stitches. I said, Okay. Okay, well, there was a chair there, and I got up. She said, I just sat in the chair, and I said, can you go get me a towel? Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't want to get blood all over my clothes. And She had already got the towel. Yeah. Let me refresh. She had got the towel before, and then she grabbed my phone and was telling my dad, hold on, hold on a minute. Like, he hit his head, and he's bleeding, yeah. and I got to call 911. Because we don't know where you're at. I don't know right. where the doctor's office is yeah. at. I don't know where. So, you got to call somebody. Yeah. I take the towel. And I set it on my head, and I'm just kind of holding it up there. And she she's talking to the lady, and she said, all right, we got somebody on the way. Is the blood coming through the towel? That was the question. Is uh, he bleeding so bad that now is the blood soaked in towel? Is the towel soaked in blood? Yeah. And so she asks me. Uh-huh. She wants to know if the towel is soaked in blood. And I take the towel down, and I go, huh, <laughs> there ain't no blood on the towel. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, now the ambulance is already <laughs> already on the way. So there's no blood on the towel. Right. And I start kind of cleaning up. 
anyway, then we're in a, as I the reason that I told you the neighborhood, yeah, is because by the time my father went from, he went down one, uh, one parking lot over. Yeah, we're talking fifty yards. Yeah, by the time he made fifty yards, the firemen and the the ambulance were coming in the front door. Holy Toledo! That was the response time in this neighborhood. <laughs> so, <laughs> so they're walking in the door, and they they're walking up the steps with a. Um, oh man, that's nice. Package pile driver through the table. So they're coming up the steps with a stretcher. Uh-huh. My wife says probably not going to need the, st- the stretcher. Yeah. Um. And then they walk in the door, and I went, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know, I think we might overreact. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. said, well, that's all right. You know, it happens. Yeah. I said, look, we just, you, you see all the blood, and you, you kind of freak out for a second. Yeah. And they said, oh, it happens all the time. You know. Yeah. Let us check it out. Let's make sure. Yeah. You know. So she pulls the, she said, uh, the, the paramedic pulls my hair apart and she's looking and she says i gotta be honest with you i can't even tell where you're bleeding from yeah it was a little bitty yeah half an inch yeah it peeled a little skin off yeah and it peeled enough skin off that it created this like in these matches yeah. just enough blood mixed with the rain yeah and the sweat from the because it's just naturally yeah. hot in florida oh, wow. i looked it? i didn't look like that i looked like brody yeah, you know that's good. But color. I I looked like the guy at the beginning of the match in the Dark Order. Yeah, that was the blood that was on my <laughs> face, right? But my hand was covered in blood. Yeah, yeah. And the ground had blood all over it, but it was dried up by the time they get there. And the, and they said, "Look, it's all right, you know." So we take my vital signs, just make sure. She yeah. said, "You've been drinking." And I said, look, I'm going to be honest with you. I was about to get started. Yeah. I just, I just poured one and had a sip out of it, and then this happened. Is it is it going to be all right if I drink? Can I start drinking? Is this going to cause a, a problem? And she says, uh, she says, you know, I can't tell you. This yeah. is an innovative. Yeah. She said, you know, I can't tell you to do that. But I wouldn't blame you if you did. And I said, all right, that's all I need to hear. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that was the story of me getting color at the beach. And it was funny. It's a good story to tell now. And it kind of, we laugh about it at home. Just the, Did they think the you over- got a concussion or anything? No, 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 yeah. nothing. There was no – it had a knot for a day or two. Yeah. Because it was still a good lick, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that was their – they said, did you lose consciousness at any point? And I said, yeah. no. At no point did I yeah. lose consciousness. I thought for a second that I was. Right. But I didn't. And, uh, you know, they took all my vital signs. And she asked me um, these typical, you know who the president yeah, is. Yeah. And um, she said, do you know what what day it is? And I did because I, I was like, well, we got here on the 7th, and it's Wednesday, so it's the 9th. And mm-hmm. she said, oh, you're fine. Yeah. She said, you, you don't have anything to worry about. So if you're listening to this and uh, you've heard Mark's story about a concussion, or about a supposed concussion. If you want to hear my story about concussion, go to Youth Camp Stories, wherever you find podcasts. <laughs> I, it just it is releasing on October the 12th at uh, Youth Camp Stories with Heath Mulliken. I tell this story about the concussion I got at uh, – were we doing this podcast back then? I think uh, – Because I had a red eye for like a couple of weeks. I'm going to tell you, I don't think we were doing it then, but I think it had just happened – Right before we started doing this. Or so, you know what I mean? Like the right. summer previous to gotcha. starting it or something like that, maybe, that it happened. Because I remember you telling me about it. Yeah. Uh, 
There's a lot of blood in this match. Boy, Arn Anderson showing that quickness as he ducked that chair. <laughs> Quick like a cat. Arn, don't do it, man. It's not worth it. Spine buster. Uh, not a very – he didn't get very, the spin on it. No, he didn't. He didn't get the pop. He just, pop. he just got – he just – that was like a rock spine buster. Yeah. Well, even he said it's not as easy for him to do it anymore. Oh, so, yeah. You know. See. Okay. There's the Cody firing up, right? Yeah. You and I talked about this, uh, I think, with the Charlotte-Ray Ripley match. Yeah. What made that so good was they didn't play to a crowd. Right. And that's what made the Roman Reigns – Jimmy Uso match so good. Or yeah. Jimmy J. Uso match so good. Um, they didn't play to the crowd at all. Yeah. They talked to one another uh, as they were fighting. They, oh, wow. They talked to each other um, and never acknowledged a fake crowd that oh, wasn't there. Gotcha. gotcha. Never looked up. Yeah. My one criticism uh, of that match would be to Corey Graves, who kept talking about how stoic Roman Reigns was. I would say that he should probably read some books about stoicism. Right. And understand <laughs> what the philosophy is really about. Because uh, Roman Reigns was not being very stoic at all. Just because somebody's standing there not saying a whole lot doesn't mean they're being stoic. Right. But so if that's, your, if that's the only takeaway, yeah. <laughs> uh, the bad thing from that match. This has been a pretty entertaining match so yes, far. Yes, it has. Sorry for talking over it. No, no, no. That's kind of what I'm we're glad doing. you're okay. Yeah, me too. I was I, I almost texted you that night when it happened, and I was like, no, I need to tell him this story in uh -huh. person. Oh, kick out at one. <laughs> Every time somebody kicks out at one, I think of you. <laughs> I still want me and you to have a run. A run of what? A run where you just have you're where you are head of creative. Uh, a run where if you tell a guy, Hey, hit his head twenty times on the turnbuckle <laughs> and he don't do it, that you have free reign to go up to him after the match and be like, Thank you for being here, you'll never be used here again. Yeah. Oh, power bomb on the uh, chain. Uh, that's got to hurt. No. Nah. You know? It's all, you know, it's, none of it's real, Mark. You know? yeah, Nothing, they, learned, they learned. They know how to fall. That's that fake blood. They got a blood capsule. Got a blood capsule. He's a blood capsule. I know how they do it. <laughs> my daddy, my daddy was a wrestler. <laughs> you remember, uh, uh, you remember old uh, Johnny Steamboat Smith? Yeah, my daddy was his tag team partner. Johnny Steamboat Smith. Johnny Steamboat Smith. What's the, what's the, what's the, there was some other name that we used to make, that we made up through the podcast. Why can't I remember it? I don't, it's like, I don't know, some phrase or something. I need to go, I need to go back and just listen to all of our episodes. I'm kind of curious what the what you're talking about. 
I I can't remember. It was like you don't uh, know anything about it. It's like it's like just some kind of random name that we made up, just talking one day. But it was hilarious. Huh? I, I'm just remembering something funny we said. Just not the uh, particulars. Yeah. Big superplex. Look at that mat. Yeah, boy. That is not a clean. No, ring that's got some staff infection on it. Boy. Yeah, not COVID though. <clears throat> no, 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 not COVID. You can't get COVID from. <laughs> I don't want to say that. Hell, will pull pull us down for oh misinformation. Misinformation. You can't even make a joke anymore. Oh, gosh. He's sim. He's, uh, what is my, what's the word? He's, uh, signaling. Sig- signaling? Yeah, sorry. Is he, he's virtue signaling. He's about to hit the <laughs> discus clothesline. Uh oh, float over. That was good. Didn't somebody one time they for the pin they just wrapped the person's leg up uh-huh. in the chain or something? Yeah. Well, Piper and Valentine, I believe, wasn't it? I don't remember. I, that's what you want to see right uh, there. That's a classic. Uh oh. Crossroad. Oh what. Is that it? So does it was it's not for, that wasn't for the title. I don't know. That's a good. I mean, uh, they're getting the belt. No, he's really see. And here comes everybody. Uh, led by Brandy, of course. I didn't know that was for the... Well, now the Dark Order is like, what do we do? <laughs> that mug tried to do Spirit of 76. It was uh-huh. more like 82. <laughs> oh, here we go. Listen, I don't care what you think about the Dark Order. As long as they got Annie and Jay, yeah. I want them to have a a faction. That's a fact. Oh, golly. There's no way I'd kiss a man after a dog collar match. <laughs> now, see what I is- like that there's a qualifier. See that? This feels off to me. Yeah.
That is definitely, we're definitely seeing the foreshadowing of a forthcoming heel turn. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna start defending this against unknown independent wrestlers again. Yeah. Uh oh. Oh God. Now you gotta feel bad for Brody Lee right here. Brody Lee's getting the Ricky Steamboat treatment. I feel bad for pro wrestling in general right now. Yeah, Orange Cassidy just walked out. I don't hate him as much as a lot of other people do, but yeah. there's some stuff that I'm. When he's serious, he, he's not bad. I don't right. mind the gimmick that he's laid back. Right. I, you know, I just. If this was all to get the title on Orange Cassidy. I don't be surprised because he's, uh, I think he draws a good, pretty good number for them right i've read that I, a lot of the segments i haven't in. i haven't uh so that was it so uh here's my thoughts on that what just happened i didn't know it was for the title yeah i mean that's the problem with wrestling nowadays man everything's just another segment but i i feel like yeah I feel like, what was all of that for? I'm I'm kind of like you. Um, I feel like in wrestling now, all we tell is the last chapter of the book. Right. Nobody tells the whole story anymore. Right. Like I want to. I want to. I get that he come out and he destroyed Cody and he beat him up. But there's a story between that and getting to this, right? Right. And maybe I just hadn't seen that story because I hadn't been watching. No, there wasn't that story. I have been watching. He literally, since he got beat up, Cody came back, cut that one promo last week, and that was, and then they had the match tonight. Huh. The, the, right then. Because it just seems to me there's a match. There was, a, there was another match in between that should have happened. Right. Where... Why Why are we using the dog collar? And why is the heel the one who is so incensed about something that he's demanding the dog collar match? Exactly. Why not? Why was there not a match in between where Brody Lee, where, you know, a different Cody Rhodes shows up and he's he's kind of kicking off on Brody Lee a little bit. Uh-huh. And he, Brody Lee wasn't ready, right, for what he got because uh-huh. it was such a cakewalk for him the first time. Yeah, he wasn't ready for a prepared, right, not overconfident Cody Rhodes, a Cody Rhodes that, who had gone home and looked himself in the mirror and said, "I'm gonna have to step it up a notch." Right, he wasn't prepared for that, and he he kept getting the dark order between him and Cody, right, putting them between him, yeah, so he could get away, right. Yes. And then yes. and then Cody saying, Well, why don't you take it I'll put this on my neck and you put it in that way you can't run away from me. Right. You know? That's logical. I just think there should there was there's a missing match. 
But that's wrestling now. There's there, the the three match series is is a lost art form. But AEW has gotten really bad at th- what at this in that every feud ends like the Flair Steamboat series, where Steamboat rolls out of the ring, he looks up to see Terry Funk. Yeah. Powell driving Flair in the table and Steamboat was like, what What in the world? Yeah. You know, he didn't know where it was going. He's thinking, oh, me and Flair will keep going back and forth and it'll be great. And it was He like, should have known that that way. Well, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't really. know. He could have been shocked that it was Terry Funk being yeah. the one. I'm sorry, Rick. I I know you're a great champion, and and I I was just kidding, and and uh, and uh, I know there's. I don't like to just forget the whole. Thing. I I if, I just want to shake your hand, and well, you know, Terry. Yeah, I can't do Flair. That is that is such an incredible segment of wrestling. Right. It, it really is, man. The Ric Flair babyface turn was not something. So many things are foreshadowed in wrestling, and you yeah. see it coming. You know, you saw yeah. the Hogan-Savage split yeah, early on. Yeah. You see that. But the the Ric Flair babyface turn right. was just not something that I was expecting. Well, once they get to that match, he's not really cheating. There's no outside. He's he's wrestling. Mm-hmm. He's, not, he's not being the dirtiest player in the game. Let me ask you this. Was that the most shocking moment in wrestling history? No. I'm talking about Terry Funk, pile driving. Terry Funk, who's been and retired, who comes out of nowhere. I know, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Uh, okay. No, I no. don't think that was the most shocking moment in, okay. in wrestling history. Okay. I'm not sure that El Hijo de Santo turning Rudos in Mexico was not the most shocking turn in wrestling history. Maybe from what I understand, and yeah. I don't, I'm not a lucha historian. Yeah, but my understanding is that in Mexico that was more shocking than Hulk Hogan turning. Really? Because El Santo, yeah, was a national. El Santo was the rock of his time yeah. in Mexico. Right. Babyface, and yeah. then his son comes along. Babyface, yeah. Technico, as they call yeah. him, the Technicos. And then when he turned, that was a big deal. Yeah, in Mexico. So, I think that was pretty shocking. I wonder if there's video of that. I think so. I've watched it. It doesn't make sense if uh-huh. you don't understand Lucha. Like, you can watch it. Yeah. But I don't – like, I've watched it. But, it's like, it's it, it's not going to have an impact on you. Right. Because you don't know the people. You have to – like, the years and years of history before that. Right. You know, it would be like if – uh if Hogan or if the Rock had a kid, yeah, and then that kid becomes the biggest babyface, yeah, and the most popular, most over wrestler, right, for years and years and years, and then never turns, and then you just assume they're never going to turn, and then they do, yeah, and it happened in an era when people still believed, right. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Well, I just, you know, I just um, just wish they would have. They don't give stuff time to breathe anymore. No, and there's the thing is, there's so much time to give time, give things time to breathe. Yeah, you got fifty two weeks of television. You know, give something. I would rather them give 
one of their main angles time to breathe then give me another random women's match yes mm-hmm. well folks uh we've got some more wrestling we want to watch we're going to go back and watch that street fight with uh you want to watch that santana and ortiz best friend sure sure uh yeah because i i want to share with you what my reactions were to that and uh Listen, hey, if you're listening to this, uh, on Patreon, uh, there's content content put out just about every day. Matter of fact, while we were recording today, got some behind-the-scenes news on a local show of, of something that happened. And uh, I've got to remember to go and edit out my source's name from the last episode. So I, I'm glad I took a note of that. Patreon.com slash Double Dropkick is where you can uh, go and get all of that. Also, we're on Twitter. I'm at Heath Mulliken. The DDK show? Yes. Uh, we're also on Instagram, but I don't post a lot to our Instagram page. That's just there. I just follow people to see what's going on. <laughs> Sometimes I post stuff. I posted a picture of the PWI 500 the other day. Did you? On Instagram? Boy, people get all fired up about it. Don't they? I was number 322. Yep. I don't know why more guys don't <laughs> submit their stuff to be in it. Yeah, if it's not that important to you, go, you know. Right, but I'm just saying, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I have many feelings about it. I have feelings about the feelings. You have feelings about all the local independent wrestling. So, So, all right, we're going to watch some more wrestling. Remember, life's too short to watch bad wrestling. That's why we're going to watch some good wrestling right here. So, hey, for the Double Dropkick Show, as always, I'm Heath Mulliken. And that's it this week, fans. So long for now.